0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Lisa, Christine, Diane, Sulin. Just want a reminder that uh hey, this week on episode five sixteen of the School of Podcasting, we're kind of doing it stripped down, so no reason to uh come into the studio this week and uh, enjoy your holiday week. Thanks as always for the great job you do. Uh This week, we're just going to be talking. We have a great because of my podcast story. We have a great podcast rewind. There's some really cool stuff that happened on TV this week. We're going to be talking some podcast stats. We're going to talk about changing your podcast recipe, somebody who's going to pivot, and we'll explain why, as well as I'm going to talk about something that I'm really, really scared about, and so I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasting since 2005, I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, here's the deal. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology. I help you flatten the learning curve and get you on the road to pain, free, successful podcasting. Our website is school of podcasting.com. And tomorrow the school of podcasting will open up June 1st. Get in while you can, because it will only be open for the month of June and then it'll be closed for the next two months. Now, if you're brand new to the show, you have no idea what I'm talking about here, but today I'm doing the podcast with my favorite microphone, the Audio-Technica ATR2100, and I'm going directly into Audacity. I have a pop filter, and that is it. I'm not going to touch this audio. I take that back. I will run it through um phonic when we're done to level out the audio. But other than that, there's no bass added. There's no big bottoms. There's no tiny tops. There's no, it's just me and a microphone. And I'm doing this because we focus so much on the tech. And I'm here to tell you, you can buy a microphone and get going, and it really doesn't take that much. So our website, again, schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up. And I look forward to working with you on the inside. Inside. You missed it. It's time for a podcast rewind. If you missed it in the news, this was really, really cool. I was very excited about this. Podcasting has been mentioned on Orange is the New Black, it's been mentioned on The Family Guy, it's been mentioned many, many places on TV and in movies. But this week, this was cool. Podcasts, the word, was a category of on jeopardy check this out this is
1: jeopardy here we go categories for the first round of play today are chicago followed by numerical lit i'm so jelly podcasts all right let's go somewhere else Aaron. podcasts for 200 One Grammar Girl podcast dealt with homophones, homographs, and this other similar starting word. Aaron. What is homonym? Yes. Podcast for 400. This network has a music podcast that's called All Songs Considered. Megan. What is NPR? Right. Podcast for 600. Karina Longworth talks old Hollywood on You Must Remember This, a line from this classic movie song. Buzzy. What is As Time Goes By? That's right. Podcast 800. Elvis Costello and President Obama have been guests on WTF, This Comedian's Podcast. Aaron. Who is Mark Marin? You are right. Podcast for a thousand. On This Comedian's Experience Podcast, he interviews comics and does recaps of ultimate fighting events. Aaron. Who is Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Right again.
0: How cool was that? Can, can I give you some perspective of this? If, if we go... Like, seriously, with everything I had back in the day, I mean, seriously, there are people that that were back in 2004, 2000. All we did for the first three years is explain what a podcast was. You know, it's, it's like a radio show, except it's on the Internet. I mean, that's all we did as we explained how to get them on your iPod. And so to have that on Jeopardy is like. Going from horse and buggy to the space shuttle, it's insane. (laughs) Speaking of that, Edison came out with some uh, new stats showing that podcasting, again, is going up. Just if we look at awareness, awareness, like people have like, have you ever heard of podcasting? Well, if we go back three years ago, it was 48%. Then last year, it went up to 49%, a whopping 1% jump. But I'll take that. 1% of America is a lot of people. This year, it jumped up 6%. 49 to 55% now have heard of podcasting. It's cool because the number is going up. In terms of people who have actually listened to a podcast, we go back uh, three years ago, 30%. Then it jumped up to 33%. Now it's up to 36%. That is 98 million people. And the cool thing about that, that is just US numbers. So it could actually be many, many, many more it's really really cool but how the other thing that that got me about that was when was elvis costello ever on wtf i'm mainly a hard rock kind of funky kind of guy but Elvis Costello is one guy I love. It's like, what's so funny about peace, love, and understand I mean, Elvis Costello rocks, and I hated him growing up. It's one of those, I don't know if it's a rite of passage. When you get older, you start to listen to Elvis Costello, mainly because you start to look like Elvis Costello. I don't know what it is, but I need to go back and find that episode. All right. I want to share something with you. And I got to tell you, as I record this right now, it's 1030 on Sunday night. And why that's relative is it means I'm putting off recording this podcast till the very end because I'm weird. I like to put this out at midnight. And usually it's done way, way, way before that. But I'm really putting my back up against the wall. And I'll explain why here in just a second. But I've been holding these webinars uh, about the podcasting puzzle. It's kind of a podcasting 101 thing. If you're interested in this, you can get the replay at podcastingpuzzle.com. And in doing this, we had live Q&A at the end. And I really love to hear from people why, like what's holding you back from starting a podcast. If you want to answer that question, I would love to hear it from you. Go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. And it's interesting because you know all the reasons why you should start and all the ways that you can benefit from a podcast. And yet there you are with no podcast. And I'm here to tell you, I know exactly how you feel. And you're like, Dave, I think you said you've been podcasting since 2005. If I do the math, that's 11 years. Well, I'm here to say I've been thinking about running a Facebook ad to promote the school of podcasting when it opens in a few days for two months since it closed after the last open registration. I'm like, I should work on a Facebook ad and I have watched countless videos. I have read, White papers, blue papers, green papers on Facebook ads. I've listened to podcast episodes. I know all the pros. I know all the cons. I know that you don't promote a post. That's a waste of money. You need to use the power editor. And the funny thing was, I actually joined a membership site that's pretty much just how to use Facebook ads. And instead of watching the videos, I would basically, because you have to be logged in to see them. So I set up my screen capture software to record them so that I can watch them later and then cancel my subscription to the membership site. Not to give them away. I'm not going to do that. I don't want anybody to do that to me, but I want to be able to time shift this stuff, and I want a local copy. So that's a great example of me being busy but not really productive. If you think about it, because I still have to watch the videos in the end. And so I really was like, you know, I know all the reasons why you should be using Facebook ads. Right now, at least it's cheap. You can get hyper uber focused on who these ads go out to. I know all the pros. I know I should be doing this. But a part of me goes, it seems like it's really finicky on how the artwork is. And uh, I'm not really sure if I exactly understand how you have to do your artwork. And I'm not really sure. So here I am, a person that knows all the pro. I know I should be doing this. And I know that once I push through this learning curve, I'm going to be like, oh, man, I should have been doing this for years. But here I am sitting here with no Facebook ad. And to the point where I've been putting off recording this podcast to tell you this because I feel kind of stupid. But here's the thing. I, I sat down and said, why? Why am I, like, not pulling the trigger on this Facebook ad? Well, it's new. It is the unknown. And I don't want to waste my money. I don't want to waste my time. Right? What if I make a Facebook ad and nothing happens? ooh, that's kind of scary, right? It'd be better to not try and fail so you can go, why well, I wasn't even trying. I saw students I've seen so many students do this over the years. they don't pay attention in class, and that way when they fail the test, they go, Ah, forget it because that's my background. I've been a teacher, and i you know I don't know what I'm doing, right? I don't know what I'm doing exactly. I need to have a crystal clear picture of what I'm doing before I'll take that first baby step and I thought about this. Have I ever wasted money in the past? Well, let's see. Exercise equipment, check. Guitars I didn't need, check. Uh movies that I knew were going to suck, check. You know, and there have been things that I've wasted time on. Diets, check. Marriage, check, sadly. Uh, you know, but when I look back at those items, they're really not a waste, and you're like, "Wait, you just said you wasted time and money. How is that not a waste because let's take marriage I'm making a joke out of that, but i- I've come out a better person with a better understanding of my strengths and more importantly my weaknesses right when you i if you think about that right it's better to have loved than never to loved at all, right but you learn things uh I've learned that some things that work for other people, like, I don't know, the grapefruit diet or the whatever, don't eat anything, starve yourself till you're dead diet, all these, that didn't work for me. Uh, But I've seen it work for other people. When I was growing up, all my friends got into weightlifting. You know, no pain, no gain, man. And I just just heard, hey, no pain sounds good to me. I think I'll stop right there. So that didn't work for me. But you don't know this until you try it. And I remember the first time I was lifting weights and I woke up the next day and couldn't move, right? So, but if you think about it, if you push through that pain, if you actually, and I have to do this now, you guys, can we take a 10 second tangent? When you get old, you start to lose your muscle. And I didn't used to have a big chest, but I I have almost no chest now. And what I do have is turning into man boobs. It's really weird. So I got to like, I have to pump myself up and I hate lifting weights, but I know that if I push through, I'll be proud of myself. I will have an accomplishment and I will have benefits if I push through that learning curve. So I've also, if what if I do something? What if I do a Facebook ad and it doesn't exactly work? Well, again, just like a podcast is not a statue, it's a recipe. We're going to hear from Kathy Kelly in just a second about this. I will have then learned what not to do. And in this case, all I have to do is keep my budget low so that I'm not wasting a ton of cash on my Facebook ad. And in the same way, I mean, I'm still paying off student loans. Well, okay. Well, so you pay for education? Yeah, in many in many ways. There are other ways, like the library and things like that, that you can get educated without actually spending money. But a lot of us spend a lot of money for an education. So when I do a Facebook ad and it doesn't work and I go, "Oh man, I, you know, I spent 34.17 on that Facebook ad." It's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of money because hello, I've just learned what didn't work. I've just learned cuz there's only one way. There is only unless you're going to hire somebody else. There's only one way to know what are those little nooks and crannies of a Facebook ad, in my case, of how is the weird text-to-graphic ratio, how exactly does that work? You know, What is the pixel thing that you put on, and what are all these little details? There's only one way to know. And that means I have to get off my butt, and I have to make a Facebook ad. So I'm sitting here every week, looking at you, going, come on in. The podcasting water is fine. I'm here to catch you. We can put your water wings on, jump in that podcasting pool, and I'm going to show you how great it is. You're going to love it. Just jump in. Please just jump in. And yet I'm sitting here on the edge of the Facebook pool going, I don't know. So I'm going to say this now, and that is I'm giving myself two weeks. So as I look at this at the thing, we're going to call this May 30th, Okay, so if I go two weeks, the week after that would be June 6th, and the week after that would be June 13th. By June 13th, come hell or high water, I will have a Facebook ad. I'm just going to do it because knowledge is only power when you act on it. And I've definitely got enough knowledge now to do this. I just need to do it. And I just need to be okay with the fact that the first ad I do is not going to be as good as the 10th one I do. There's nothing I can do about that. There just isn't. Now, I've, I've already saved myself some money by not pushing posts or whatever that thing is. I've saved myself some money on knowing what tools I can use to make some pretty cool ads. So I, I've definitely eliminated some hurdles by watching these videos, by contacting people who have been there and done that. But in the end, the only kind of improvement in life is self improvement. And that's up to you to do. You know, I can stand here and catch you, but it's you that has to jump into the pool. And I'm here to tell you it's okay. You'll be fine. And I really look forward to working with you. If you are a regular listener to the show, you know I love to hear the answer because of my podcast, Blank. And we've actually kind of got two today. The first one is from Michael Butler. He does the Rock and Roll Geek Show over at rockandrollgeekshow.com. And then the second one, you'll hear a extended conversation with Kathy Kelly from the Special Mouse Podcast. This is a really interesting story as she's going to get into explaining why she is pivoting from her podcast. But first up, listen to Michael, who thought he was dead in the water. He was recording this on his phone. So as we kind of experiment today, I'm just doing this with a microphone. That's it. And Audacity and a guitar in this case. And he thought he was dead in the water because his computer was
2: dead. Check this out. So I brought it to the Apple. So the bottom line is I need a new logic board. (laughs) A logic board. $600 is going to cost me. So I posted on the Facebook, I'm not without a computer for the immediate future, don't know what I'm going to do. And a listener, Adam Tourette, Adam, what is it? Adam, I know, I, I know I'm getting Adam's name right. Adam Tourette, it's not Toretzky. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Adam, Adam, a good friend, Adam. Now he's my really good friend because he contacted me on, on Facebook and says, hey man, if you need a computer, I might be able to help. Once it happened, I said, oh, funny you should say that. My computer died. So he apparently, he works for a, uh, I don't know what he does. He does IT for, for, a, for a school or something like that. And it turns out they have a computer lab with a bunch of computers that they're giving away or, or selling for 25 bucks. And he, and he called me up. So bottom line is he's sending me a computer free of f- charge. The power of the rock and roll gears, not even the power. The power of the community of Friends of the Rock and Roll Geek Show. I can't thank Adam enough for doing the Out of the goodness of his heart, he's got nothing to gain from doing this for me, except maybe he wants to hear my crappy podcast. So in the meantime, I thought I would give you an update while I'm driving home.
0: And that, again, is recorded on his phone using Boss Jock. So you don't have to... Now, in the same way that today I'm having a, a little more popping peas than usual... And Michael was having some minor issues, but I think that's mainly today because I'm using equipment that I'm not used to using, uh, especially with, uh, I usually use Adobe Audition and I'm realizing just how far or how long it's been since I've used Audacity. And so again, I said at the beginning of the year, this is the year that I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm definitely out of my comfort zone today. And so it's time to call in a nurse. And with that, we're going to head over to my conversation with, with Kathy Kelly. So if you're thinking about ending your show, there may be other alternatives. Check this out. All right. Well, joining me via Zencaster tonight, uh, in the past, I've always said, you know, your podcast is a recipe. And if you don't like the way it tastes, you can change it anytime you want. And also, of course, the immortal line of Ryan K. Parker from Food Craftsman that uh, if you decide to do something different with your podcast, no one will punch you in the face. And so tonight we have uh, Kathy Kelly of the Special Mouse Podcast. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about her because she's going to change her recipe. So, Kathy, thanks for coming on the show.
3: Hi, Dave. Oh, great. It's, it's wonderful to be here. Haven't talked to you forever.
0: Let's go back to the, the good old days when you first started the Special Mouse Podcast. Uh, well, first, tell people what that podcast is about.
3: Well, Special Mouse is a Disney podcast travel-themed podcast, of which there are many. Uh, I decided to start it because as a mother of a child with special needs, he's on the autism spectrum, I was finding that a lot of the shows I was listening to really didn't apply. The content d- didn't apply to families like mine, and uh, there really wasn't anything out there. So I decided to to create my own. Uh, I went from blogging to to podcasting and uh, really fell in love with the, the medium. So we uh, had uh, I was a solo podcaster and I would typically interview guests on Skype and we would talk about either their trip or we would talk about a particular issue or I might have someone who provides a service or or a blog or something that would help that significant uh, subset of the many people that do Disney parks and, and cruises.
0: Yeah, it was kind of interesting because you're right, there are a lot of Disney podcasts, but to me, you you niche down even one further to, okay, now let's talk about the park for parents with uh, children who have special needs. So I always thought that was just really cool that you just went hyper-focused. What was the kind of reaction you got from your audience?
3: Oh, great. A very small, but very engaged uh, audience. I have a, a private group on facebook that's where we would hang out and talk and uh, again it wasn't just for parents of children with special needs most of my consistent listeners are you know multiple travelers like they would go every year or they would go more often uh, so you know had a real you it wasn't it, it wasn't as small of a niche as you would think <laughs> really because we had a, a real um, wide variety of of listeners in terms of age and uh, their condition and where they live and what they liked, whether they were into the cruises or whether they were into the parks or, or, or that sort of thing. But a really tight-knit group on Facebook.
0: Did you have any kind of feedback that sticks out in your head that, that really knocked your socks off maybe when you came in or, or just anything that stands out?
3: Oh well, on a regular basis, people would be posting from. Uh, I didn't get a lot of emails, but usually it was through Facebook, where yep. people would say, "Oh, thank you, Kathy. You know, I'm so glad I listened to your show because we we just got back and we were able to enjoy. It. And I was so anxious, I was so worried that my family wouldn't be able to enjoy the parks because of fill in the blank. And you know, but but you reassured me and you gave me all these. Uh, Tips and and we were able to enjoy and I never could quite believe it. I mean, you know, because really I don't set myself up as the expert. You know, I'm not a travel agent. Uh, I don't. I I only go maybe once a year. You know, it's not like I'm somebody that's always there at the parks. I don't work for Disney. You know, I'm not an expert, and I never set myself up to be. I think it was just the fact that the conversation was happening, and it was so appreciated. By people that are often uh outliers, you know they're they're really not included in the the mainstream discussion, but lots of lots oh lots of emails and uh and I've made good friends too we've actually met up at the parks we've we've connected in in real life <laughs> as well so
0: well, now you're gonna switch gears so let's let's start off with uh with why well uh The first part is, uh,
3: there's been no change with my relationship with my listeners. It's not that I'm no longer getting satisfaction. And again, this was a I hate to use the word hobby podcast, you know, because to me it was more than a hobby. It was more of a more of a passion, more of a special interest. It was just it was something I was I was very keenly interested in in talking about. So mm-hmm. this wasn't related to any kind of a business or anything uh, like that. But I just got a lot of personal satisfaction and still do. But there just comes a point where after four years, you know, I, I just feel like I said everything that I had to say. I mean, like how many more times can I talk to someone about their? trip to Walt Disney World with a child who has autism? Or how many more times can I talk about, you know, yeah, we went on our Disney cruise with a service dog. And like, I I just felt like we had explored through the individual stories just about every possibility that there could be. And I'm absolutely sure that I am the only of the many hundreds of Disney podcasts. I'm the only one that ever talked about going to Walt Disney World with a colostomy but i still love having the conversation i still love that the, the undercurrents of every conversation were things like acceptance and the diversity of our of our human race you know and and how not everyone is in the same place and talking about the challenges of having you know something you know being different uh in in many ways and so it was It was really that underlying conversation that was what was fueling the show more so than the actual Disney aspect. So that's the part that I want to keep.
0: Yeah, because I know you would keep people up to date if there were any changes at the park or any kind of, you know, any kind of hoops they had to go through and things like that, which was always nice. But I don't know that you can do an entire show. Well, this week. Nothing changed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you know, because I would only I was I was extremely focused on only things that would affect my listener. So the main thing was their change in their system of accommodation for guests with special needs, which was an absolute game changer in my listener's world and in mine. So it, it dramatically changed the experience of um people with disabilities and, and challenges. What's the new
0: direction you're going in?
3: The new direction is uh, special mouse is going to change to special needs mom. So I, being that I'm a mom myself and the, oh, the backstory for this is it's a little bit personal, but we're friends, right? And you're not going to tell anyone, right? This is just, and nobody's, nobody's, it's just between you between and you. me, Dave, you know, so, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, I I I had a very difficult winter uh personally and I, I had a lot of stress and uh really kind of fell into a, a very dark place in terms of uh clinical depression. Mm-hmm. And uh kind of uh you know my personal thing is like when I'm really feeling that way I just sort of disengage, you know. I I stopped podcasting and I stopped Social media. I just sort of went off the grid, you know, and uh, things were getting very, very serious. You know, things were getting very dark. And um, what happened was, it was people from my community that were reaching out to me. You know, I was getting emails, and I was getting, you know, all these little my my phone would ding ding. You know, like I was getting all of these messages on Facebook or. Uh, and people were saying, hey, where are you? You know, what, what's happening? Are you okay? And uh, so I would sort of flit into the group, just my private group. I didn't go out on uh, Facebook. Right. I'm not one of those people that really likes to, you know, talk a lot about me and myself. You know, I'm more of, you know, I'm, I'm focused on, on the other person, you know. I guess it's, I'm a nurse, you know, so it's right. part of my my...
0: It's your DNA. It's in my DNA,
3: you know, so, <laughs> but, uh, but unfortunately, a lot of us, particularly women, you know, who are in the healthcare field, we tend to overdo it. And we get so focused on taking care of everybody else and helping everybody else. And we neglect ourselves, you know, so, yep. so I was like, really just totally just burnt out, like, totally very depressed, very burnt out. So to make a long story short, the people in my community my listeners my my group they were the ones that you know kept knocking on the door and saying hello where are you what's going on so i finally got on and i said uh oh, okay i guess i just have to kind of let them know what's happening so i i shared with everyone what i was going through and uh and i had such an overwhelming reaction from everyone like just they were pouring out their support And just, I thought everyone would be kind of upset with me that I wasn't podcasting. I was in the middle of writing a book that I had, I had run a Kickstarter campaign and I had raised $9,000 to write this book about Walt Disney World and autism. And I had just absolutely no energy, no desire, no, just absolutely couldn't do it. And I felt bad. So through the support of the group and my, you know, my listeners, and they were saying, it's okay, you have to take care of yourself, et cetera, et cetera. So I finally just was able to say, yeah, okay, it's time. I need to get some, some help. I need to, to, to talk to somebody professionally about this. And I was able to kind of start getting myself together. The truth of the matter is, is I've just fallen out of love with Disney. Which to me sounds crazy because I was like so – I mean I was hyper evangelizing for them. Like I love the Disney parks and I love the whole Disney uh, – the whole thing. You know, I was just – right. and you know, Disney fans are hyper fans. I mean they are rabid fans, you know. And,
0: and, oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: and I'm one of them.
0: My sister-in-law. Is, <laughs> you walk in the kitchen and everything is Disney.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 uh, it's a thing. So I – I guess that was adding, you know, among other things, of course, this was adding, I I, I said to myself, you know what it is? I'm grieving. I'm hmm. grieving because this thing that was so important to me, I feel like I've lost it. And hmm. with it, the book and with it, the podcast. And with so to me, in my mind, I was like, Oh, no, I like everything is just falling apart. You know, I, I, I just don't, I don't believe in this. Company anymore. And part of that is because the way that they are uh, treating guests with uh, disabilities and challenges, but the other part of it is is that they are raising their prices so much, like no lo- not are not, not are they they're not only bleh, they're not only accessible becoming inaccessible to people with disabilities, but they're co- becoming inaccessible to people who who can no longer afford to go. And this is a family, you know. These are family parks, you know. I think Walt Disney is probably rolling over in his grave, you know. He he started the parks because he wanted to build a place where the parents and the children, everyone could go and play together. And now, you know, Disney's just sort of pricing themselves at such a point where people can't go.
0: Families. Wow. You know, what is the what is the current price? I have no hundred dollars a there. day. So, wow per person per person so yeah well there you go yeah
3: so if you're a family of 4 <sighs> and and of course you know they have the multi-day tickets so that if you if you stay for a week obviously it's not going to be $100 a day it's going to be less but that's that's right about it and that's just the park ticket
0: yeah that's not the hotel and no, the food the hotel the, the food the travel you know
3: you're going to have to buy your kids a right. little Light up spinny thing, or you know, all
0: the exit through the gift exit shop. Exit through you the, know. <laughs> the dump shop. We call it the
3: dump shop, you know, because they dump you into the gift shop, and yeah. yeah. So, uh, the you know the 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 capitalism of it, and the the money making machine, and of course, I mean, let's be honest, it's a corporation. We right. know that, you know, but but there's just something about that Disney magic and the whole. It just became very tainted. For me. Mm. And I thought, you know, do I really want to continue evangelizing for this company that on the moral compass, like I'm just not there anymore. It's changed. And it feels like a relationship has died. Mm. You know, like I loved you. I used to love you, and now I've fallen out of love with you. Right. And and it's and it's you know, it sounds absolutely Silly, but you know, it sounds like a breakup. It feels like a breakup. And I thought, oh, I'm gonna lose my podcast and then I'm gonna lose all the friends that I made through my podcast. And I, oh and just And you know, when you're when you're in depression, your your brain isn't clear. You know, you're 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 right. thinking in, in in an unhealthy way, in a very negative way.
0: So- well and you you probably kind of identified yourself. Disney was part of you, and if that goes away, well then if I'm not you know Mrs. Special Miles who am I
3: Exactly it is it's a big part of your identity and um and so uh, you know with with the help and support of uh, of my listeners you know I've I've decided to step back but I don't want to give up podcasting because I love podcasting Right and uh, and I do feel that there are conversations to have and uh that I can continue to to have an impact on people. For example, what were you telling me in the email about instead of starting over brand new, you know, to, to just the the difference between yeah, start, just, what's the difference between me? Cause I was in my head, I was thinking I have to start a whole new podcast.
0: Yeah. I was like, hold on a second. I said, be, I said, what's your topic. And when you said, well, it's going to be, you know, the special mom. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Awesome. Because I said, anybody that was listening to the special mouse podcast would still enjoy this podcast. It's the same demographic. It's the same kind of listener base. You're just not talking about bi- Disney. Well, that's fine because those people were only spending two days at Disney anyway. They had 363 days to fill in. So let's talk about those now. Excellent point. I thought,
3: Excellent point.
0: And I just thought, well, this will be great. You'll probably end up with a, a larger audience because not everybody likes Disney, and uh, or maybe they weren't planning on going to a park anytime soon, and so I was like, "Yeah, let's just rebrand it." Uh, you said you want to uh, build a, a new website for it, though, and I'm like, "That's fine, but we can basically take your old Special Mouse listing in iTunes and and kind of do some uh, finagling with your RSS feed so that you don't lose your your audience." So
3: anyone who is already subscribed,
0: yeah. Because we all know it's hard to get subscribers and to have to turn around and go back to square one when you've already got an audience that's with you. Hey, let's just keep them. And if anything else, let Special Mouse go back to ground zero and we'll take, you know, we'll take the Special Mouse brand, turn it into your new one and, you know, just give Special Mouse a brand new RSS feed and let that start from ground zero and you'll just keep rolling on with your audience.
3: Right. And to me, I was like, wow, you know, I'm so like... Talk about opening my eyes. It really did open my eyes when you when you suggested that because, yes, it's true, you know, not all of my listeners are going to transfer over because this new show is going to be about moms, you know, and about them taking care of themselves so that they can take care of everyone else. So, of course, my guy who was interested in listening to the show because he uses a wheelchair and he loves the Disney races. And so he's a participant in the Disney races. I'm sure he's going to go moms. That doesn't, you know, I'm not a mom, you know, so he may check out, but like you say, yeah, there could be somebody new who's not a Disney freak. (laughs) And it's okay to say freak because, you know, I was one, I'm a, I'm a recovering, I'm a recovering (laughs) freak. I have a feeling like for every single person that I lose, I'm probably going to gain back three or four more. Exactly. Well, I was talking this morning with uh, the uh, the other mom who I'm going to be co. And that's another thing. I'm going to be pivoting from solo show to co-host. So nice. That's going to be. I think that's going to be a different dynamic. It's going to be something uh, something new for me. So we decided this morning. You know what? We're going to just niche it down even further because she's also an autism mom. And we mm-hmm. thought, well, you know. Our 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 tagline is going to be: We get it, <laughs> special needs moms. Nice. We get it, and that's it. That's that says it all. Because uh, so many times, it's it's you know, if you're not living this life, if you're not in this situation, even people who love you and support you and they're in your world, and even if they're parents themselves, unless they have a kid who has autism, they they just can't possibly imagine. Like you just cannot communicate it to them. It's, it's sort of right. how you know how like you hear veterans, you know, who come back from, from serving and they'll say there's, unless you served yourself, unless you were over there, like there's no way that you can possibly understand the experience. And it's a similar thing. And we say that without judgment, you know, it's just, it's just a fact, you know, you're, you have a different experience. So we decided we're going to even niche down even further and not just all special needs moms, but just the special needs moms of children with you know autism and ADHD and uh, you know all of the the cognitive, uh, behavioral sort of things because that's our wheelhouse, right? So that's how you know because we want these women to be able to
0: relate to us. Nice, I love the idea and and the the thing I love about this is you're taking the part that you you loved about Special Mouse the community, the conversations, the relationships that you have and you're going to leave the stuff that you you kind of no longer believe in the disney part take the good part start a new podcast and and keep on rolling and uh i think it's awesome and it it just goes to show again kind of the power of podcasting the way you know that community kind of helped you kind of dig yourself out of that little hole that you'd gotten into and you don't think about that when you start a podcast, and, and it's it's like a really cool spare tire. You don't you don't really need it, but man, when you need it, it's nice that it's it's there to help you.
3: And even even in the Facebook group, you know, obviously as in any group, there's always that core group that are always there, always talking. Always, there's a lot of people that were, you know, sort of just there, lurking. They were in the group, and they don't post right. very much. Both. Well, after I made this one post, like all oh, these people came out of the woodwork. I'm like, Oh gosh, yeah, I forgot she was even in the grill. Oh yeah, him. Oh gosh, you know. And like all of these people just coming out and pouring out their their uh love and support. And so
0: nobody punched you
2: in the face. Nobody
3: punched me in the face. <laughs> nobody punched me in the face. That's the thing. The only thing they said is please don't shut down the Facebook group. <laughs> because right. they, they wanted to keep that, you know, and I'm like, "Oh sure, fine. We'll keep the group. You know, we don't have to have the the podcast to have the group." In fact, just between you and me, I don't even know if all the people in the group even listen
0: to the podcast.
3: I think they like the that group.
0: Cuz that's a great source of um, topics for the show and insights into things. that mm-hmm. just makes the show better. I, I love my Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Kathy, I wanted to just thank you for, for coming on. When you told me about this, I'm like, this would be a cool little segment just to do that, just to prove that, yes, you can change midstream. And uh, like you said, you're kind of like, yeah, I've said all I have to say, and you know, my heart isn't in it. Okay, well, you just pivot and keep on going. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Holy cow. Holy cow, was that wow. Kathy, thank you so much for sharing that. Let's let's talk about this for a second. And you know me, I like to have fun on this show, but there are times when it's time to get serious. And depression is not something to mess around with. And the one thing I want to clear up here is somebody who spent a lot of money on marriage counseling that as even though I'm divorced now, I wouldn't have been I would have been married about six months, I think, without counseling. So we made it whatever it was. And uh I just want to let you know, and part of that counseling, they then had us each do our own separate counseling. And there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody to get an outside opinion on what makes you tick. It's interesting. But I guess my point is so many people think, oh, I ain't going to talk to no shrink because they're going to think I'm crazy. You're not crazy for talking to a shrink. It actually can help in some cases. So I just want to say that up front. If you've ever been thinking about it and, you know, you're like, ah, I'm telling you, give it a shot. I, I have never come out worse from any kind of therapy or things of that nature. So definitely want to do that. The other thing I want to say here is, we get ready to get out the door today, as I do this, the podcast awards are now open for voting. This is the one where you can vote every single day. Now, we're up against people like Grammar Girl. Now, I love Minyoung Fogarty uh, until she's up against me in a podcast award. I've been nominated eight times now. I have not won one, and every single vote counts. You can vote every day. Go to podcastawards.com, and in the education field, please vote. Uh, vote for the School of Podcasting. I'll talk about more about this in future episodes, but it goes on for a couple of weeks. So just every day, if you can put it, you know, bookmark that. And please, 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 because she's got a huge following. But I think we can do it. I'm going to give it a shot. So I deeply appreciate that. Also, I will be speaking at Podcast Movement in July, July 6th through the 8th in Chicago, one of my favorite cities, Dan Franks and... Jared Easley and Gary and all the boys over there looking forward to that. I'll be doing a Q and a session on that. And then in September podcast, mid Atlantic, go to podcast, Atlantic.com slash SOP. And you'll save a little bit on your registration fee, which is already a great price. This is in New Jersey and I'll be going to that. And uh, speaking of podcast movement, SOP 40, will save you on that. And Paul Vogelzang, of not old, better podcast had asked me, you know, I'm kind of an old timer, uh, meaning him, he he was saying his age. Should I go to this? It's not a bunch of 20-year-olds. And if it is, it's awesome. I, I don't think we look at, I think age kind of disappears there, except for those of us that go, oh, it's 10.30, it's past my bedtime. And the youngins are like, what? But this is a great place to network with people I've picked up a co-host, Eric K. Johnson. We do together, we do the uh, podcast review show. If you want some insights into your podcast, go over to podcastreviewshow.com. He was there. I have set up numerous interviews. I used to try to do interviews at these events. I don't do that anymore because I don't want to pull people away from the networking because we all want to be together. And unless it's a special circumstance where it's a video or something like that, we can always talk to each other later. I set up the relationship at Podcast Movement, at Podcast Mid-Atlantic. That's what I do there. I might ask a couple of people last five and five or because of my podcast, something that's quick, but I'm not going to pull somebody away for an hour. But I will start that relationship there at that. So there's all sorts of things you can really benefit, not to mention the fact that all the different tracks and uh, – the different topics that you can actually go in. But I love to go there for the networking myself. So check those out. And everything we talked about today, you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 516. So this was The Naked Show. This was me. This is what a podcast would sound like if you just use an Audio-Technica 2100. That's about a $60 microphone and a pop filter. So there's another 10 It's $2 if you get the little foam one. And I'm going to, here's how I'm going to finish this show. I'm going to export it as a WAV file. I'm going to run it through Auphonic, which is another free program. I'm going to convert it to an MP3 file in iTunes. And I'm going to tag it and upload it. And that's it. So I know today I'm not used to uh, talking into this microphone as much. So I know there's a few extra little popping P's, And with a little more practice, I would get rid of those. But uh, I did this to show you that if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, the School of Podcasting opens on June 1st. And you want to get in there before all the seats are taken. And then we close the doors. So it's only going to be open through June and then it's over. But now is the time to do it. And this is what you learn. You know, you don't have to go buy the wrong microphone. This is the right one. And we talk about mic technique and things of this nature. I'm really, really, really looking forward to working with you, and again, if I can work through my fears of the unknown, of wasting my time and wasting my money with Facebook ads, then you can work through your, you know, get over your hurdles to start a podcast that could change people's lives. We heard how Michael Butler is getting a new computer because people enjoy his music show. Kathy Kelly had an entire community come and lift her up when she was not doing great. It happens. And so it's not about always the money. Sometimes it's about the relationship. In fact, it's always about the relationship. Let me back up a second. It's always about the relationship. Because trust me, if you want to make money with a podcast, if you don't build that relationship with your audience, there is no money with your podcast. That's actually what you're monetizing is the relationship. So thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with my regular setup. Uh Would love your feedback on this. And uh, again, I just did it to show you, hey, this is what it sounds like with a microphone and audacity, so thank you so much for tuning in. The last thing I almost forgot to mention this as you listen to this, it is Memorial Day in the u s It's a day where we take time to reflect and say thank you to all of our armed forces who have uh you know given the ultimate sacrifice and remember them. so to anyone who serves in the Armed Forces, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your service. Thank you so much. Hope to see
2: you on the inside. Take care and God bless.